Are you a kid in a candy store right now or what? I'm uh, I'm tired right now. <laughs> I'm going to bring the energy bring the energy up for you now. <laughs> I mean, I watch you. You know, we're watching you. We're watching you on the tube, and I'm like, man, he's he's. This is his moment. He just he's he's just loving this. Yeah, no, it's been fun. it's been fun. It's been a, it's been a crazy few days. The last day of it was was especially kind of wild because I, I ended up on. Because I really kind of wanted to see Bass and Caruso both to like say thank you to them personally. I, I reached out to Caruso's team and they're like, I said, is he doing anything tonight? And and they said, well, he said you can come to his house. I'm like, mm. really? <laughs> so like we Damn. ended up at Rick Caruso's house, which is just like an experience in itself. And then the next morning, getting ready for stuff and Bass's team calls and they said, we're doing an off the record thing with Kamala Harris and we want you to be the pool reporter, but it starts in 15 minutes. Can you get here? It's <laughs> just like, all right, let's wow. go. In, in a span of like six or seven hours, I'm like at Rick Caruso's house and then with Bass and Harris together, it was just a wild sort of way to end this whole thing. Was that yesterday or and was that on the 7th? That was Monday and Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So the last I saw... It was a 3.30 a.m. update. Caruso was up 12,000 yeah. votes, 44% reported. Is that still accurate? Yeah, it's still accurate. I mean, so the way that L.A. County counts votes is interesting, complicated, and kind of long-winded. Uh, and so from here on out, they're going to be doing updates on Fridays and Tuesdays. Uh, so on Friday, we should get a big batch of votes that they counted between now and then. And then we'll have to wait again for another update until next Tuesday. And so that number has changed, obviously, in, in the 24 hours or so since then. But we don't know what that number is yet. Man, it's so weird. We're, we're sitting here Wednesday night. So we're going to hear nothing on no updates tomorrow being Thursday, right? We have to wait till Friday? Right. Nothing. Yeah. What's up with that? What, 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 is, what, what, is, what is that? I don't really understand why they do that that way, mm -hmm. other than maybe, I guess, not wanting to spend time doing that. I, I don't really understand that. But I do want to explain to people sort of what the process is for counting and why it takes so long, because there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there that are kind of unfounded, although I understand why they're out there. So basically, California leaders in the last few years have made a decision that it is more important to try to get a lot of people to vote, including a lot of people who potentially would vote last minute to vote, than to have our counting process go fast. <laughs> there are other states that have made a decision that it's more important to have the counting process go fast than to have a lot of people voting late. California has made one decision. And so California has things that make it impossible for us to count all the votes on the same night. One of those things is that we have mail-in ballots going out to everybody. And one of the rules is they can be received up to seven days after the election. Now they have to have a postmark from election day. You can't like today put a mail-in ballot in the, in the mail and have it count, but there takes several days sometimes for the, for the mail to get in. And so because of that, we don't even know right now how many ballots there are to count <laughs> because there's a lot of ballots that haven't arrived yet. Say you put it in the mail yesterday, it may not have gotten there yet. 
So when people say what percentage of votes have been counted, we don't even know what the percentage of votes are. Plus, um, because everybody had a, a ballot mailed to them, you know, you have to sign the back of it. And that's how they determine whether it's really you who did it. Uh, so that's a process where they have to put those signatures, you know, match it with what's on your driver's license and make sure that that's really you. If it's not a good signature and it doesn't match, they alert you and give you an opportunity to show up and sort of fix that. And if that process doesn't happen, they throw that out. So that takes some time to go through all of them and get through all of that as well. Plus, we have something in California called same-day voter registration. So even if you're not vote registered, you can show up on the day of the election and say, I want to register, present an ID, and go through the voter registration process. Well, in order to count your ballot, they have to do a, a process to make sure that that's really you, that you're a real person that really lives here, that really is a California resident, that, you know, and match your signature and do all of that. That takes time, too. So all of these things, which do increase our voter participation, which do mean that more people are voting uh, than in a lot of other states, um, also take time. Uh, there have not been widespread reports of fraud in, in L.A. County, uh, you know, over the years, although there's a lot of conspiracy theories online. There really haven't been. Um, and, and part of the reason for that is this slow, painstaking process. But you just got to wonder, why can't it move a little bit faster? Or are we working 24 hours? Or why can't we get more information out more often than just a few times a week? But um, that's the system that we're operating in right now. And it seems a lot simpler if you just vote in person, right? It is uh, simpler, and the ballots are, are counted faster for voting in person. But it is also true that um, since they started mailing ballots out to everybody, um, that the number of people participating in the election has gone up, which makes sense. You know, if you've got a month to do it and it's sent to your house and you don't have to pay a stamp for it, you know, it, it's easier to get that back than, than necessarily showing up at one place on one day, which who knows, there could be, you know, record rainfall on that day, which is what happened on election day here, which makes it harder to vote and more complicated. And it's kind of unclear how that may impact things too. You know, there's no way that having that much rain and that many problems happening, like during the peak of like the end voting time, didn't have didn't cause some people not to go out and vote that may have, you know, wanted to vote. The question is how many and who does that help or who does that hurt? So why only Tuesdays and Fridays? I don't know. Mm. I want to ask that question. I wish I had an answer to that. Yeah, and and uh, and uh, you know what else I'm curious about is it's 44 percent reported. So on Friday, is it going to be 60 percent? Like how how much of this pie are they going to get into? Uh, we don't know that yet either. Yeah, I'm you know I'm just helping you as a journalist, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for you, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any other states doing this, or is it just a California thing? Every state does it a little bit different. Arizona's process is not especially fast, mm -hmm. which is causing some frustration for people that want a quick answer on the Senate race. You know, it's going to be days there until we know. Nevada's process is also not especially fast. It's going to be days there before we know information on their Senate race. And, and if Democrats are able to win both of those Senate races, or if Republicans are able to win both of those Senate races, 
what happens in Georgia, which we know is going to be a runoff in a month, wouldn't matter <laughs> because if it, you know, the Republicans or the Democrats have to win two of those three. And if uh, either party is able to make those two, Arizona, Nevada, it's it's game over. So for California, or at least for the L.A. mayor race, what do you think? We're two, three, four weeks away from finding out who the winner is? So the, the registrar told me the other night, Monday before, the night before the election, told me that if it's really, really, really close, which right now it looks like it is, that it's probably two and a half weeks before we know the, the final victor of the, for mayor of Los Angeles. The last date that it could potentially be is December 5th. That's when ballots uh, are supposed to be certified. He thinks that it would be done before then. But we'll see. You know, I mean, if, if people remember in the spring, Rick Caruso was up five points on election night. Mm-hmm. And by the time they were done with counting all the ballots, Karen Bass was up seven. <laughs> so, you know, we can see some pretty dramatic swings from what we saw on election night to the end of the process. We don't know if that model, which is, you know, some of these Democratic votes coming in uh, later, last minute, you know, younger, more kind of bass friendly people would swing things her direction. What's different between then and now is Rick Caruso spent over $13 million on a get out the vote operation to specifically try to fix the problems of what they did in the spring and actually target on getting people to the polls getting people to turn in their ballots, focus on Latino voters, which he sees as like the key to his victory. Did that operation work? Did the rain sort of rain out some of those chances? Um, That's sort of the key questions that we got to see. And and I think we will get a lot of insight when we see new numbers on Friday. Mm -hmm. And Alex, do we know what district or what area that 44% has been reported? No. And it, and it could be a combination of everything. We, we know um, that, that all precincts are reporting some information. <laughs> so right. it's not like we're waiting for some areas to, uh, you know, that haven't given us anything. Um, so we're still trying to figure it out. And like I said a little earlier, there's still more ballots that could be coming back. So we don't even know what the vote total is yet. Do you agree with this process? Uh, do I agree with this process? I don't know if that's my, my, um, my place to say <laughs> as a reporter, I try to stay neutral. Yeah. Um, I do think that there's a lot of value in finding ways to, for people to participate mm-hmm. more often in voting. And I do think a lot of the stories about, you know, widespread voter fraud are just not true. And I, I do think that, you know, I've spent time at the registrar's office, observing this process for myself, uh, watching the counting process and how it's done. And um, I, I, I left uh, feeling confident that it was being done in a fair way. Mm-hmm. And then you get the governor race at 8.01. They, they called to Gavner Newsom. And, you know, we, we, can, we can agree that Brian Dolly's chances were slim, of course. But curious how that works. You know, what, what info do they have or what proof do they have that Newsom is just going to be a landslide? So that was the, I think, the Associated Press who, who made that call right away. And well, first off, other parts of our state reported 
data quicker and more than LA County did. <laughs> so LA County moves a little bit slower than other places. I think they use um, some of the early returns that they get and they have mathematical formulas in terms of projecting out where things are going and whether somebody has a, a chance of winning or not. I mean, there's a whole complicated formula that they use. Um, I'll say this about the AP's calls. They're not wrong very often. Um, and those, they, 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 or really hardly ever. And they, they really seem to know what they're doing on that. And uh, I'm not an expert on, on their formula and how that works. I've never been in their decision desk, but they got it right when it comes to Gavin Newsom. Hey, back to Caruso and his house, and I'm sure you're with his family. How was that experience? It was cool. He was very kind and, and generous and warm um, as he uh, was throughout the process. And uh, Karen Bass was very kind and generous and warm throughout the process, too. And, uh, you know, I think that L.A.'s lucky that whoever our next mayor is, I think, is, is a pretty incredible person and has a lot of positive traits. And look, I, I think like the perfect mayor would be a combination of both of them because mm -hmm. <laughs> they have a lot of competing strengths and weaknesses. But it's been a real privilege to get to know both of them pretty well and, and to get to know their families as well. We did a um, the first sit down with Rick Caruso's kids and we did the first sit down with Karen Bass's kids. And it was one of my favorite pieces that I've ever worked on because I think it gave you real insight into who both of them are through the people that love them the most. Do you think either one would use either one in their cabinet? Probably not. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 you know, the truth is they both uh, worked together on projects in mm -hmm. the past when, mm -hmm. when Karen Bass was trying to get the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act uh, passed, which is uh, sort of a police reform bill that she passed the House twice and didn't pass through the Senate. Um, she called on Rick Caruso, who had been the former head of the L.A. Police Commission, you know, to work on some of the more conservative folks in that world. And uh, they worked together on that and, and knew each other for years in a lot of different capacities. Um, it would be great if they could. Um, I think uh, the two of them are not thrilled with each other right now. I think it's been a bruising process. Um, and, uh, I think they, you know, probably could use a little bit of a break from each other. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Uh, yeah. if, if, if you had to guess the victor, who would you guess? I don't, I really don't know. Come on. Uh, Alex. And, and I, you know, Stop no, I really don't. And, and I re I really don't know. I mean, and, and I, and I turned to people in both of their camps today, mm. um, who, you know, like to show off how much they know off the record, <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, sort of in, and. They don't know. Damn. I mean, I, I think both of them are, are confident and both of them are feeling pretty good. I, I think, you know, Rick's confident and feeling good. I think she's confident and feeling good. Uh, I mean, if, if you if you think that you know, there's certainly an argument that that she's the one who comes out on top. If you look at what happened in the spring and if, if you know, some of this Democrat stuff comes in late and and already a big share of his same day totals already included there, which probably would favor him, you know, that would make you think that maybe she goes comes out on top she was ahead of every poll throughout the whole process and so maybe she wins by two or three points when this whole thing is said and done or you know how good was his field operation that he spent so much mon money on the best that money could buy and um, he had the momentum late uh, clearly in every poll he was doing well in the end 
how much was he able to get out the Latino vote if he was, you know, he could win. And so I, I see a really clear scenario for either one of them winning. And, and I, and I don't have a, I, I actually, my gut is pulling me in both directions, which I think the city of Los Angeles's gut was being pulled in both directions too, because it's so even. It's not over yet. Obviously that's still going to go on. And like you said, it can go on to early December. And I know you're exhausted by this whole process, but are you a little bit sad that it's the elections are over? Uh, I, I'm always a little bit sad when elections are mm-hmm. over. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. I, I enjoy the election process. Caruso actually talked about that with me the other night, that he was really sad, kind of teary mm-hmm. with his family because he really enjoyed the process of meeting everybody. And, and he said it actually brought his family closer together too to sort of get to see the whole city. And I think Bass was really energized this past weekend she went on a bus tour she described it to me that the experience felt like a reunion for her that everywhere she went she saw different people that she knew from different parts of her life um, who were sort of coming out she got to see again and and it was fun i mean uh, i will say this i think that this election cycle was the least fun i've covered the the mayor race sort of outstanding I, i think we've gotten to a point where we're so tribalized there's so much animosity, there's so much meanness. Um, people see their opponents as enemies um, because protesters interrupt so many events. Um, there are very few public events. Most of them are not um, advertised. Uh, they're much smaller crowds so people can control it. Some of that sort of spontaneity and fun that you would get at some of those events or town halls or that sort of feeling in the past isn't happening as much. Um, and I think that's sad. I think that's bad for democracy that we don't have more of that. Um, but you know, the idea of getting out, getting around the city, meet, meeting people in different communities um, is great. And, and the cool thing about Los Angeles is there's just so much diversity. It's so big. And every part of our community is like, the biggest that outside of that country, the biggest that mm. inside of that country. I mean, there's so many different kinds of people everywhere you go. And when you get a chance to, to travel the city, you really do get a chance to, to learn about so many different communities and cultures. Mm. Who's on the issue is this week? Uh, on the issue is this week, we have two of my favorite political analysts, um, Brian Goldsmith, who's one of the smartest guys I know, who's worked in journalism and politics, and Mike Murphy. Um, who's uh, Republic, longtime Republican strategist who hosts a great show called Hacks on Tap and has been around forever. They're going to break it down. And then I may or may not have Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm working on something nice. potentially with him, but we'll see if it comes through. Uh, so that would that would be kind of cool too. Um, but we're going to you know, do a deep dive into this stuff and, and see where we're at. I mean, there's a lot of things to get into, not only – um, with the marriage race, but you know, like what's happening in the congressional races in California is really interesting. And those races also too close to call and they could impact who gets control of the house. It still looks like the Republicans are most likely going to have control of the house, but just not, not very big. Um, and that's really interesting. The dynamics at play there too. Well, and with Friday, they're going to be counting some more votes and the issue is that'll help out that show as well. Right. Cause you can record it on Friday. I recorded on Friday. Let's hope um, the uh, the things are announced before I start recording. <laughs> that would be helpful. Jesus. Yeah. Crazy. Well, I'll be tuning in as I do every week. Enjoy the show very much.
Uh, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Appreciate the support. Who do you, what do you think is going to happen in the, in the LA mayor's race? How do you read it? I think that it is very hard to call. And I, I believe, I, I think Rick Crusoe is going to win this thing. Yeah, I do. And I'm uh, guessing I'm going to guess you supported Rick Caruso. I like I like what he's about. You know, I like a guy. I like an outsider, Alex. I like an outsider. I don't. I'm 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 kind of tired of the politician. I think politics is uh, it's tough. It's a tough game, and it gets real ugly. See, what I don't like are are parties. I don't like name tags. I don't like Republican and Democrat and conservative and liberal. I don't like that because we try to unite, but with those names and tags, we're automatically divided because we're not voting for a party because he's got this tag. But what if you believe in the things that he's talking about and what he's, what he does and what he believes in. And he happens to be a Republican, but you're a Democrat or it's a Democrat and you're a Republican, you know, I, I don't, I have an issue with that. And so, I just don't like that. And the whole Democrat thing, they're they're giving him crap about being a Democrat now. And because of that, you know, there's a label on him. But I'd like L.A. streets to look like the Americana and the Grove, um, <laughs> you know, rather than what it looks like today. And it's it's a it's yeah. a tough place right now. It's not a very good looking city. And, you know, tourism is down and people don't want to go there. And, and there's a lot of good restaurants that I like to visit, but I just don't really want to go down that route right now. I don't want to go down that road. So I, I, I'd love to see Caruso come in and do his thing. And, um, he's a builder. He's, I think he's passionate about it and he doesn't really have to do it. Right. He's a, he's a successful man. He's a great businessman. He's got a great family. And I think it's something he doesn't really have to do, but he's doing it because, in my opinion, for the love of the city, and he knows it's in trouble, and he wants to to do something about it. Well, it sounds like all of all, all of his stuff has worked with you. You're, you're right in line with all of the uh, Rick Caruso talking with. Uh, yeah, no, I think uh, it's interesting. The reason I asked you who you're supporting, because just talking to different people today mm-hmm. or over the last few days, it's like, Everybody that supported Rick now thinks like, okay, he's got it. Mm -hmm. And everybody that supported Bass is like, yeah, she's got it. Like, it's like they see the world through that, that lens. And so it's hard to kind of get an objective read on, on where things are going. And I think the honest truth is that people really don't know that it's really, really close, at least, at least so far. And maybe it'll start to break one way or another. In your opinion, being up 12,000 votes with 44% and does that mean much? Uh, no, I mean, we know that there are still a million votes to count in LA County. Right. Uh, now not all of those are LA city. Remember mm-hmm. there's 10 million people in LA County, 4 million people in LA city. But, um, say there's a half million or 400,000 votes to count in, in LA city. 12,000 gets erased real fast. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. a lot of, a lot of votes mm-hmm. uh, to go and it's good. That's why it's going to take so long. 